0: What's up, peeps, freaks, and geeks? Welcome back to this very special edition of the Hitting the Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast, powered by the Roar Network at the GorillaPosition.com, presented by Hami Media and in association with Last Word on Pro Wrestling.com. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we are joined by possibly the biggest guest inside of the locker room studios, literally, standing in at six foot five, weighing in at 285 pounds. Ladies and gentlemen, he is a former AAW heavyweight champion, a winner of all pro wrestling's Young Lions Cup in 2019. 2016, Southern California Rookie of the Year in 2016, current reigning World Series Wrestling Tag Team Champion alongside his tag team partner, the villain, Marty Skrull. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the newest signings to Ring of Honor, Mr. Brody King. Mr. King, welcome to the show. How's
1: it going, Mike? Nice to go. Thanks for having
0: me. No problem. Thanks for taking the time to join us today. We're doing this one on a bit of short notice, so, so thank you very much, Mr. King. Uh, let's... No problem. Let's go ahead, let's start things off from the top. The first question that we always ask our guests, how did you find yourself into this crazy world of professional wrestlings? Uh, what promotions did you come up watching? And who was on top at the time, just to provide our listeners a little bit of context?
1: Um, through my dad, I mean, ever since I can remember, uh, it was always a, a big part of um, my household and my, mine and my, my dad's relationship where you know we would hang out, we would watch uh, WWF at the time, um, like the undertaker was always my guy. Uh, I always, I guess gravitated more towards the dark side of the characters and than, than the Hulk Hogan of the, uh, of the world. But, uh, yeah, it was always kind of there. And then through my teens, um, I kind of fell out, but then like in my mid twenties, I kind of like started watching again during the CM Punk straight edge society era.
0: That was a great period for pro wrestling. You know, I I find it kind of funny that you say growing up you were an Undertaker fan. It's like once a villain, always a villain.
1: Uh, Yeah. I mean, like when I started becoming like, you know, 13, Stone Cold was like my guy. But he was still, you know, he wasn't always just like the cookie cutter, baby face, like good guy.
0: Right, right. Well, let's say you, you trained at the infamous Santino Bros Academy in Bell Gardens, California, made your professional debut in 2015. And since then you have been in the ring with some of the biggest names and some of the biggest promotions in the world finding before finding your way to ring of honor. Uh, tell us a little bit about your training, who you trained under and those first days early in the business.
1: Uh, yeah, I started my, uh, training at Santino Bros Wrestling Academy under, uh, Joey the Rock Superstar Chaos and uh, Robbie Phoenix and uh, the Los Luchas Zokray and Phoenix Star uh, they were my trainers for the first uh, year and a half and then my finishing school training was with uh, Rocky Romero so those were like the people that are my main foundation in, in pro wrestling
0: very cool nice to see, I just read uh, Rocky Romero just signed a new contract with New Japan that's always good to hear
1: yeah, I mean he's He's the man, and I'm really happy for everything that he has been able to accomplish in his position with Ring of Honor right now. Finally, mean, uh, with New for Wrestling.
0: Uh, since then, you found your way to some great promotions. You won the AAW Heavyweight Championship from ACH back in August, a title that has become quite coveted and a mainstay in the American independence scene. Tell us a little bit about your time up at AAW. Uh,
1: yeah, I started at AAW in, um, what was it? may of, or may of this year or of last year i'm sorry and uh yeah pretty much from the first moment i started at aaw danny just kind of he saw my commitment to him and he saw my uh my drive and he just kind of put it in full gear and and you know i couldn't have asked for a better year at aaw he uh, i won the title in uh in july and had a had a great title run with Jimmy Jacobs by my side So learning from Jimmy And um, having some Really great matches with guys like ACH, Eddie Kingston uh, Pentagon Like, I couldn't have asked for a better year at AEW
0: you know, I'm noticing this thread throughout your career that you are just surrounding yourselves with these great minds. Well, Talk a little bit more about Jimmy Jacobs and, and kind of sitting underneath of that learning tree, even if it was only for a year up there at AAW. I mean, that had to be quite the experience. Jimmy has one of the best minds in professional wrestling going today, in my opinion.
1: Uh, I 100% agree. And I mean, from basically from May until December, I had an ongoing feud with uh, Sammy Callahan as well. So between him and between Jimmy and Sammy, like watching both of them and like the way that their brains work in wrestling, like it's it was really, really cool. Like watching Jimmy uh, like form a promo is like watching someone paint a picture. Like he just kind of mumbles to himself for like 15 seconds and he goes, all right, I got it. And then he just like unleashes this, insane promo where he's just hitting every point and he just has you locked into like the storyline and it's like It's very impressive and very cool to watch and learn from
0: and there's something about the delivery the cadence There's something about the way that Jimmy just delivers a promo that I have never quite put my finger on it But he has whatever it may be Also over the course He's very unique Also, over the course of the last year, you made your debut at Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, now based out of Los Angeles, California, having an incredible match with then-champion Walter, as well as competing in the Battle of Los Angeles, where you would defeat now stablemate PCO in the first round. Is this where you originally met
1: PCO? Uh, no, actually, when was the first time I wrestled PCO? So, I wrestled PCO, um... I think the first time we worked was at MLW, uh, Major League Wrestling. Um, We had two matches at MLW. Actually, our first time was in a three-way at Smash Wrestling in Toronto. Uh, It was me, Jeff Cobb, and PCO. Oh, my God. And then I wrestled PCO two more times in MLW, and then I wrestled him at BOLA. So we actually had kind of an ongoing thing for a while, and then we became stablemates in Villain Enterprises.
0: My god, you Jeff Cobb and PCO in the same ring. How does that building still standing?
1: I don't know. There's a lot of beef getting thrown around in that ring.
0: Holy cow. Uh, In November, you made your way down under to compete with World Series Wrestling in Australia. It was on November 24th that yourself and new tag team partner, the villain Marty Skrull, would announce the formation of Villain Enterprises and win the tag team championships from Concrete Dongs. Yes, I said Dongs, ladies and gentlemen. The team of Concrete Davidson and his fill-in tag partner Flip Gordon filling in for famous dick wrestler Joey Ryan. Uh, tell us a little bit about Villain Enterprises, how and when you met Marty, and the formation of this tag team.
1: I've known Marty since pretty early on in my career. He he would come into Rocky Romero's classes whenever he was in town and just sit in and kind of like give us advice, give us some uh, tips or whatever. And I kind of kept up with him throughout the last couple of years. And then he uh, messaged me on twitter and, at, and said that he had this idea for this new stable and uh wanted to debut it in australia and so that was kind of the formation of villain enterprises and he uh asked me if i wanted to go on an australian tour which obviously was yes and that i guess the rest of his history
0: <laughs> wow what a crazy story what a crazy ride! Right. thank god for twitter i hear more and more stories like this of of uh whether it be musicians, which is the world that I come from, or professional wrestlers, all this social media networking process has just become this huge stable inside of the business. If there was a way to to harness that, because you guys are doing business all over the world now. I mean, you know, it wasn't more than twenty years ago, you know, you would have absolutely no way to communicate with these people.
1: Yeah, and it's also really awesome because it's like Marty you know, he kind of was able to watch my growth in, in wrestling from afar, like without having to directly be in contact with me. And I think that, you know, as he saw my name popping up more and more, and like, obviously when I debuted for PWG and stuff like that, he was able to kind of see my growth and then was like, Hey, you know, I've been watching this guy. I think that he's, you know, got what it takes. Like, I would like to have him in my stable. So that was Obviously, I don't, I don't think for without social media, I don't know if any of that would have actually happened. Incredible. On
0: December 1st, you signed an exclusive deal with Ring of Honor, making your debut at the December 15th tapings when the kingdom was about to assault Marty. Obviously, Marty's been dealing with some things with some of his friends moving on to start another company. Uh... What was that moment like for you when the lights go out, they come back up and there you are standing alongside Marty, the lights go out again, in comes PCO and you're facing off with the world six man tag team champions, the kingdom, the self-proclaimed real ring of honor champion, Matt Taven, TKO Ryan, Vinny Marcellia. What a debut. What did that moment mean to you? And how did all of this happen?
1: Uh, I mean, it was definitely pretty overwhelming. I mean, there was, you know, The rumor, the rumor mill was turning because I obviously a couple weeks prior, I was in um, Australia with Marty uh, doing villain enterprises and and he had his villain enterprise shirt on in the ring. So when the lights went out, uh, there was a a large amount of the crowd chanting Brody and that like, you know, while the lights are out and I'm sliding into the ring, like that feeling was just my, you know, I had goosebumps and it was, it was just so electric and, and awesome. And then, you know, obviously PCO comes sliding in the ring and the, the crowd like blew up from that. So that was a really cool feeling. And then, you know, I, I don't know, I guess I couldn't ask for a better debut.
0: That, that, that was one of the more Jericho like entrances that I can remember in Ring of Honor. That was a really, really cool moment. So, Brody, let's talk about Honor Reign Supreme Coming up January 13th It's going to be live on Honor Club Um, It's the Cabarrus Arena In Concord, North Carolina Visit ROHWrestling.com For more details on how you can become a member Brody, you're going to be tagging with Marty and PCO to take on Three bullies from inside of Ring of Honor I'm talking about former ROH TV champion Silas Young And the ROH World Tag Team Champions, the Briscoes Of course, those three alongside of Shane Taylor, who's a friend of the show, and Bully Ray have completely taken out the elite, nearly inciting a riot at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia. Mount, My understanding is by that time, yourself and the rest of Villain Enterprises had left the building. Talk to me a little bit about this huge matchup coming up in Concord.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty crazy to, to debut for Ring of Honor and then like have this be one of our first matches. Uh, such at such a high profile. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm facing off against a former AAW champion and Silas Young, and also, you know, all three of those guys are huge Ring of Honor mainstays. So that's, you know, an intimidating um, feat in itself. But I think that Marty and PCO and I, we're gonna we're definitely gonna give it to him.
0: So. You know, the name of this stable is Villain Enterprises, and when we first saw Marty come over and debut in Ring of Honor, he was a true villain, and then he joined the Bullet Club, and over the course of the time that we have known Marty, he's he's more so become a true fan favorite inside of Ring of Honor. And now, the stable is coming together, and you guys are going after the biggest, most badass bullies inside of Ring of Honor, so... Brody, could you define to me what exactly is a villain?
1: I mean, we'll do whatever it takes to win. It doesn't matter. And, I mean, PCO is truly not human. I don't know if you've seen the types of things that he does, and then he just gets right up and walks away from it like it was nothing. Uh, He's basically an unstoppable wrecking ball. Um, I will hit them with everything I have, even if it means giving myself bodily harm. And... Marty is just Marty he's a villain he is sneaky he will cheat he doesn't care Um, but that's just the way it is so they're gonna have to hit us really hard and really often if they want to try to get an edge up on us
0: between Marty and Rocky Romero the people that you're running around with you might be giving uh, Rocky a run for king of sneaky style after a couple of years here
1: uh, he he will always be the King of Sneaky Style.
0: <laughs> this will be your official Ring of Honor, Honor Club streaming debut. For those fans who have not had an opportunity to see Brody King inside of the ring as of yet, what can they expect?
1: Uh, I would definitely say that my style is a hybrid between um, brawler and traditional big man mixed with uh luchador, which is very unconventional. Um,
0: yeah. I wasn't exactly sure how to explain your end ring style. So I thought I'd ask you to.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I can, I can, uh, I can throw fists with the best of them. I mean, like you said, I, I've, I've been in matches with Walter um, MVP. Um, I've been in matches with Tim Thatcher. So it's like, I can have that hard hitting match, but then at the same time, You'll see me flying out of the ring doing a toe pick on Hilo or jumping off the top rope doing a reverse crossbody, like, you know, a cruiserweight. So it's, I'm very unpredictable.
0: It's one very, very large luchador, ladies and gentlemen. Brody, one final (laughs) question for you. We're on the road to the G1 Supercard Show at Madison Square Garden. It's coming up April 6, 2019. I think it's safe to assume at this point Villain Enterprises is going to be highly featured leading up to the event, and at the event itself, you're going to have a huge hand in this show. What's it going to be like for you to stand in the middle of the world's most famous arena, With the world's eyes on you. Uh,
1: I mean, I I don't have any confirmation yet that I I will be at Madison Square Garden. But if that does happen, it will be absolutely the highlight of my career. Um, To be in such a prestigious arena will be, you know, it'll take your breath away. I guarantee it. I mean, and it'll be a truly special moment.
0: Brody, thank you very much for joining us today. Why don't you tell the peeps, the freaks, and the geeks how to keep up with yourself as well as Villain Enterprises on social media?
1: Uh, you can follow me at Twitter and Instagram at BrodyXKing and uh, on Facebook at just BrodyKing. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, you can, you can pick up a Villain Enterprises shirt on, uh, on Marty's Pro um, Wrestling Key store. So, yeah, just keep up with what we're doing because we got a lot more playing.
0: Brody. Thanks a lot. Keep in touch. We'll talk soon.
1: Thank you, sir.